Welcome to Motherhood Makeover Podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Faust, mom of two boys and certified nutrition coach and personal trainer. I help busy and overwhelmed moms, is that you? Make self-care simple by focusing on the five foundations of health and wellness so that you can feel your best and love who you see in the mirror. Hello, hello. So happy you're here. Thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate you and I hope that you are getting lots of great stuff out of this and your motherhood experience is transforming into something so beautiful and so joyful. Today, we are talking about sleep and how it affects not only mental health, but affects your weight loss and common issues that mothers run into with sleep and then how to go about that. This came up because I noticed, so my youngest is just turned eight months and he is teething. He has four bottom teeth and he's getting four top teeth that he's teething. So his sleep has not been great. He's waking up every morning at like 4.45 and even if I feed him, he won't fall back asleep. So it's kind of like I'm up at 4.45 no matter what time I (laughs) try to go to bed at. And then even recently he's been waking up in the middle of the night. So it's been challenging and it's definitely not newborn level sleep deprivation, but it's still not great. And I realized part of the challenge with the sleep deprivation is on top of that, then I wasn't getting a break during the day because my boy's naps were opposite. So I don't really get a break during the day. And then as soon as my husband comes home, I'm either working on my business or cooking dinner for the family. So I'm always kind of focused on someone else um, and focused on the needs of someone else. And what that was doing in a addition to my sleep deprivation was it was sending me, I was starting to feel really depressed. I was not having the same excitement over normal things. I really had no energy. I felt so tired. The last thing I wanted to do was uh, work out, work on my business, talk to anyone. And I kind of realized all these signs came to a point where I noticed that, oh, this is kind of my mental health is not great right now. At first, I just thought I was overly tired and fatigued from not sleeping. And then I noticed that all these kind of mini symptoms were showing that my mental health was not doing great. So I had talked to my husband about it and kind of shared with him what was going on and had him step in with the sleep so I could get a little bit more sleep. And I'm hoping now with the teeth coming through and then with the time change springing forward that it'll adjust him back to a normal schedule. So now instead of 4.45, it'll be 5.45 that he's waking up. And I share this because I want you to know that it is okay because I realized I had guilt around feeling this way because I wasn't motivated to clean dishes, clean the house, set up fun activities with the boys. I just wasn't having the energy. And then I felt this guilt and even a little bit of shame that I didn't want to do all this. And then I felt guilt that I was putting it on my husband, making like putting all this extra work on him to keep the house clean, to do the dishes. And I realized how silly it was to feel that guilt. So that's why I shared it with my husband, because when you 
tell a trusted person about your feelings, it takes away the shame from them. And working through that, I realized how important sleep was because it totally can affect our motherhood experience in a negative way. And I realized I also hadn't done a deep dive on sleep here. So I wanted to do a deep dive on sleep. And I say deep dive like 15, 20 minutes, mama. So don't worry, I'm not going to take away all your time. And just go over how it affects it and what can we do about it. So as adults, you should be getting seven to nine hours of sleep. Now, whether you need seven, whether you need nine, it kind of depends on how you feel. Like for me, if I get seven, I do not feel rested. I do not feel great. I do better with eight and a half to nine. So if you feel, have seven and feel well rested, then you're probably fine with seven. And if you are in an earlier stage, newborn stage, young baby stage, you're just going through teething, try to get one four-hour stretch. And I know that can be challenging, but set find a way to set yourself up where you're either asking from, for help from another adult, your spouse, a nanny, a family member, a friend to help allow you to get a four-hour stretch, or you may need to look into getting sleep uh, consultant, sleep help with your toddler, with your child about ways to improve their sleep so you can sleep more. And I think there's nothing wrong with that. I've been very open to sleep training with my boys. And it's just one of those things where what's more important, it might be that you do some sleep work with sleep training, getting them used to sleeping on their own so you can get better sleep, so you can show up better as a mom. And I know, trust me, I can know can be so hard to have to let them cry when you're working on the sleep training. And it's so hard to listen to them cry. But remember that especially babies and toddlers, they don't have another way of communicating other than crying. So that's how they show their upset, their sadness, their frustration, their anger is by crying because that's the only way that they can communicate. So just know it's normal and it's okay for them to express that. You're not abandoning them. You're not neglecting them. You are helping them learn how to sleep independently. Okay, so the big thing I see with moms is the sleep procrastination. And I know this all too well because I do this too. I did this the last, this is part of my problem recently with my sleep deprivation is I was doing a lot of this procrastination, breaking all of my sleep rules and it was ruining my sleep. So what is sleep procrastination? It's like, you know, you should be going to bed, let's say 9.30, you know, you should be going to bed by 9.30 in order to get your eight hours of sleep. But you get the little one down. By the time you get them down, it's like eight o'clock. Maybe then you have to cook food, do dishes, do something else. So by the time you actually get to sit down, it's 8.30 and you just need some time to yourself because you have been giving, giving, giving to work, to your kids, to your spouse, to the family, to everyone, and you haven't had time to yourself. So you're sitting there and you want this time to yourself. So you're maybe scrolling on social media, watching TV shows, doing all the things to get yourself to, to allow yourself to relax. 9.30 rolls around and you're like, just a little bit longer, just a little bit longer. It's okay. Before you know it, it's 10.30. Maybe you roll into bed without any sort of routine you don't sleep great, and then the next day it happens all over again. This is sleep procrastination. The problem with this, there's a couple things that make your sleep worse. So if you're 
in the scroll hole or you're watching a TV show, a lot of these reality shows, if you're really into the true crime type of shows, they don't make you feel better. They actually make you feel worse, maybe from comparison, um, from fear, from watching a crime show like, oh, could that happen to me? Or just watching a scary show or watching a reality TV show that makes you feel worse about yourself. That's not helping you relax and refill your cup. It's just making you feel worse and it's going to ruin your sleep because not only the content that you are looking, watching, but also because of the blue light exposure from those devices. And the blue light exposure prevents melatonin, your sleep hormone, from being released, causing it being, makes it more challenging for you to get deeper sleep at night or even feel tired. And then on top of it, when you just roll into bed, you have no wind down. So think about it. Your kids have a bedtime routine, right? You maybe take a bath, they brush their teeth, they get in pajamas, they read, you read some stories to them, they go to bed, maybe they get a song or something. They have that routine because it lets their body know that it's time for bed and their body helps their body relax and their mind relax. So you need one too. Adults, we need sleep routines too to help trigger our body to know that, oh, it's bedtime. We need to relax our mind. We need to relax our body, release the melatonin so we can sleep. So if you're not doing a wind down, it leads to where sleep, it might feel harder to fall asleep at night, which creates that poor sleep procrastination cycle, which then creates your sleep deprivation. And sleep deprivation not only affects your mental health, but if you are trying to lose weight or create a healthier lifestyle, it leads to carb cravings or sugar cravings and higher cortisol levels, which is your stress hormone. So too much cortisol is what leads to weight gain or even trouble losing weight. And the carb cravings, if you have been in that newborn cycle or like just a night of poor sleep, you know how it feels. You just all the carbs sound good. The donuts, the pizza, the breakfast burrito. It all sounds so tasty. And then it feels so hard to resist that craving. And what's happening is your body didn't get the energy needed to get from good sleep. So it's trying to get it other places. So it's trying to tell you to eat food to get that energy. But instead is then it creates that car. When you eat just carbs, it creates that energy crash, that sugar crash cycle. Okay, so now you know, okay, you're like, okay, Kristen, I know I have sleep procrastination. I feel sleep deprived, but what do I do? Okay, so I'm going to share different options, ways to prepare your body for sleep, ways that I am getting back into you too, because remember, I broke all of these rules or guidelines the last couple of weeks and it, I can tell a difference. So think of it like your little kids and how you set up their bedtime routine. Think of how you want to set up a routine for yourself. You're trying to prepare your body and your mind for sleep. One thing I love is if you can't, I highly suggest no social media and no TV past a certain time. I usually will do 7 p.m. and it helps. I just noticed a difference when I break that rule on my own, how much worse I am, how much harder it is to stop and how worse I sleep. If you can't try to do blue blocker glasses, the amber, the dark colored tint, those will really help you 
block the blue light and still produce melatonin in your body. You still get exposed. They don't block all the blue light, but the good ones will block a lot. And those, the best way to wear them is two hours-ish before your bed time. And then also turning down all the lights. So instead of having every single light on in the house, try to minimize the amount of lights that you have on or dim them. Then figure out what else works for you. Reading, a warm bath or warm shower, stretching, doing meditation. Those are all different options that can really help your mind and body calm down for the night. Personally, I like to do a meditation, especially if I'm feeling anxious or I just have a lot on my mind. YouTube is a great place to just Google like a sleep meditation, guided meditation. If you're feeling specifically something like anger, anxiety, you can Google anxiety meditation. With the sleep in your room, you want to make sure your room is cool. You sleep better when you're cooler. So if you can lower the temperature, open a window, and then try to make it as dark as possible. Blackout windows, blackout shades, even put construction paper or like aluminum foil in the windows if you have to. The darker it is, the better you will sleep in your room. Even get a good eye mask. I wear a good eye mask because it's hard to make our room. We have a lot of windows, so even with blackout shades and everything, it still lets a lot of light in. And then the last thing that you can do, consider doing is no caffeine past noon or past a certain time. I highly suggest noon or even earlier because the caffeine will make it harder for you to sleep and prevents your body from going into a deep sleep. Okay, so think of how you're going to create your sleep routine. It could even be um, the same routine for washing your face, the same skincare routine. So maybe you get into your pajamas, you wash your face, do a, do a mask, and then do some other routines, brush your teeth, and then you read. It doesn't have to be an hour, three hour sleep routine. It could literally be a 20 minute routine, but even that short little routine that you do over and over will help signal your body and mind, it's time for bed, it's time for sleep, leading to better, deeper sleep and making it easier to fall asleep. This is the key though. I know when you want that time to yourself, it can feel so hard to go to bed when you just want to stay up and have another minute. So think about it this way. It's not forever. You don't have to live this way forever where you feel like you're getting zero time to yourself. Maybe you set a bedtime a little bit earlier. So right now you're going to bed at 11. You want a bedtime of 930. Scoot your bedtime up by 15 minutes every week. So it's not aggressive. It's not this, oh, I've been going to bed at 11 and now I'm just going to lay in bed at 930 hoping I fall asleep. And the other benefit is once you get better sleep, you can start waking up early to have this time for yourself. And when you can get that eight-hour stretch, wake up even 30 minutes before your kids, it'll set up your day for success so much better. Because really think to yourself, does staying up that extra hour, are you doing anything valuable? Are you actually feeling better? Or are you just getting lost in the scroll hole and watching shows on TV that you don't really, that don't really impact your life or make it any better. So ask yourself that question, create your bedtime routine, stop the sleep procrastination. I'm right there with you working on it this week. So DM me on Instagram if you want some support. 
tag me on Instagram at Kristen G. Faust. I would love it if you would share this with another mama who needs to stop the sleep procrastination, get some better sleep habits. So happy you're here and I hope you have a great week. <laughs>